All right, all right, let's go. All right, all right. I know you want to speak about Jilly Gilbert. Jilly Gilbert, he was your goalie in Boston for yes. four all five years. You uh, unfortunately we did have our differences. Yes. Yeah, but you know what, Dad? I mean, I, I, I guess I'm going to stick stick up for Gilly. I mean, he, the year before you got there, he was their number one goalie, right? And then went, went to the finals. Went to the finals. He was a golden yeah. boy, the whole deal. And he's probably your number one goalie. You know, the, your first year there. Then all of a sudden, what? The year before, when he went to the finals, he had uh, CCM. And then he goes to Lang. And remember he had, and I think, geez, I mean, can he wait one year? He's got, he would keep in the, the CCM. Yeah, but he probably got an endorsement after such a good I know, year before. I know, and you, I know. Did you resent him getting the money? No, I didn't. I, the very first game was 9-3. Yeah, that, that would say first impressions, right? So he lets in nine goals the first game. That, <laughs> that's first impressions, right? So yeah. what I was trying to make the point, Dad, is that then, what, a third into the season, uh, Jerry Cheevers, your old buddy from Rochester, comes onto the team, and now he is well, number one goalie, and he's... Gilly's number two. Well, I, I know one thing that Gilly still set a, set a record. Uh, what was it? Seventeen straight day, games. Yeah, seventeen consecutive games without a loss. Like yeah. not in a row, but like he'd play a game and then Cheevers would play three. Then you'd throw him and, and then he'd win. So the players, I think the players realized that I'd throw him in. Say say we played three games and three nights. He played the third game if it was. Uh, <laughs> so he didn't have too many cakewalks. He never had, and, and in those 17 wins he had, he never had one cakewalk. Everyone was a, a tough game. So, so you're saying if you knew you were probably going to lose the game, it's the last game of a long road yeah. trip, you'd throw in Gilly. Yeah, you had a feeling if you were going to lose, you, you'd Jill, well, how, Gilly. How could he not resent that? I remember one time, I just thought of it now, uh, we were in Pittsburgh and Cheevers had won the first two. So the third game, you know, you're going to you usually use... The, in the playoffs. So this is first game back in Pittsburgh. Yeah. yeah. And Danny Caddy comes to me. He says, Cheevers, Cheevers has got to play the game. Well, what are you talking about? Cheevers that probably had a hot dog before the game, knowing him. And he says, come and take a look at Jilly. And Jilly was covered in hives. He had all red red hives. And Cheevers, and Cheevers played that game. He was fantastic. Yeah, he we, we never should have won. We won 3 nothing, I think. And uh, it was unbelievable. Jilly set a record of, what, 17 straight games, eh? 17 consecutive games. But here's the thing, Dad, too. When he was playing with uh, you on that one year that he set that record, you know what his record was? No. 33-8-10. Yeah, I must have been nuts. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm up. I really must have. Maybe dis- he won the games to spite you. Oh, was for that, sure he was did. That your, was that your psychological logic there? No, I never, I never thought that way. <laughs> I, never, I didn't realize that he had that, such a record uh, as that. That had to be nuts not to play him. <laughs> yeah, well, his record for you the whole time was uh, 101 wins, 52 losses, which is pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty, pretty, pretty good. Pretty good. You no, know, uh, the couple of things I remember about Gilly was... Uh, 
I remember he got into a fight with Dan Bouchard in Atlanta. That was a beauty. Yeah, they both had long blonde hair. They were both good-looking guys. They had long hair, and the hair was flying. And boy, did they! Th- Maybe the second best goalie fight I've ever seen. Yeah, and, and the best one I ever saw was uh, Van and uh, Hextall. Hextall, yeah. yeah. That was a pretty good one, that too. That was good. Wasn't Bouchard and Gilly was as good as that one. But boy, but I tell good. you, boy, they were really throwing them. <laughs> I, I, and there were two French guys, too. Yeah, boy, they didn't like... Like, you know when guys fight that you could tell that they were really yeah. mad? Like, they were really mad. And, <laughs> like... I remember we were just shocked that, you know, because Gilly's kind of, he was a kind of a laid back guy. Yeah. He, and then I remember the time he was. Was he good looking? I'll tell you who. He was. Well, when's the first time we saw him? Well, I remember that. I think maybe this could have bugged you about him. We were in Hawaii and uh, you saw him laying on the beach with his, uh, with his new wife. And mom says, who's that? That's our starting goalie getting prepared for the season, coming up season. <laughs> and I knew right there and then you might have had it in for him. Well, remember the time you guys were like doing uh, two on, like you guys were doing breakaways? Yeah. And remember you went in on him? Oh, yeah. I went, and he tripped me. He tripped me on purpose. <laughs> he did. He tripped me on purpose. And I went head first right into the boards. Boy, I, I wonder I didn't break my neck. <laughs> and, and, no, and nobody moved. And uh, so I said, you know what happened next. So you got up and said, okay, shots of the goalie. But Rattel, you're with Cheever. Schmatzy, you're with Gilly. <laughs> <laughs> you heard bing, ding, ding, off, off the, the glass. crossbar, off the glass. Well, anyhow, Jilly, he, he won the game for us, and when he played, and he played well. Yeah, and that, and then, uh, so just kind of go back. It was the, I guess this was been the third time that we'd met Montreal in the playoffs. So get that. I, I kind of looked at that when we met Montreal in the playoffs. You know what the record was in the playoffs when we kept meeting them in the four years they won the Stanley Cup? 48 and 10. And out of those ten losses, the Bruins beat them five times. Yeah. That was, so they were just mm-hmm. like they were just on a roll. But it's it's seventy nine. <laughs> I, I excuse me, Tim. I didn't. I, I thought they they lost one game at home. They did. Yeah, that, <laughs> that, that was year. us. We beat them at home. They lost eight games all year. I bet you you started. Uh, it would be interesting to stat if you started Gilly in Montreal that one game. No. Yeah, I was just saying. So. It's 79, we're in the semifinals, whoever wins this going to beat New York for the Stanley Cup, You'll, we lose the first two games with Cheevers and Ed at Montreal, and you go, like, what's your thought process to put Gilly in? Well, first of all, I knew he had a contract coming up, and, and, he's, playing in, and he's playing in Montreal, French, French, and he wants to show how good he is, and boy, he almost did it. Yeah. If... if uh, if uh, Guy Lafleur doesn't sh- score that goal from uh, the left side coming down or the right side coming down, and if you watch, like I was watching some old games of of that series, Lafleur must have known something because he must have shot that shot. I bet you at least ten times during that series, right along the ice yeah, on the far post. Skip it. And so you look and you go, "That's the goal that beat him." So he. It looks like Cheevers, he went in and he put he rifled it high on Cheevers all the time if you see him. But with Gilly, he put it right along the ice, that far yeah. corner all the time. And just caught the inside of the coast. A minute 40 to go. Well, I know we never we had our differences, but I'll tell you one thing. He could stop a puck. And I, I remember Harry coming to me. He says, how come Gilly's using so many sticks? And what he used to do, he used to get about eight sticks and break them. Uh, during practice, he thought he was hurting me. 
He wasn't hurting me. And the girls sweeping up above, you know, sweeping the... The cleaning crew. Eh? The cleaning crew. Yeah, the cleaning crew. They were up there cleaning. <laughs> and the pucks are just bing, zing. Yeah, he kind of put them up. He, was, he wasn't going to hit them, but he just, scared, he just scared them every once in a while with the big bang. Because <laughs> when the gardens was empty... And the seats, the the, the bottom of the seats were uh, yeah. like, like metal, and boy, they, the pucks would hit. They would just go. Like, <laughs> yeah. Anyhow, he was a good he was a good guy, and he could stop pucks. And uh, uh, though we had our differences, he could still stop pucks. So Cindy and Dad, we like to thank our sponsors, Spreads.ca. They're a Canadian-owned online casino and sportsbook. And if you sign up now and use the promo grapes, they match your deposit up to two hundred fifty dollars. They give you 10 spins on the big wheel for some big dough. On your first sports bet, they'll spot you 25 bucks. And they've been a big supporter of the Don Cherry Pet Rescue. And we like to thank them. And right now, you want to know what the Stanley Cup odds are? What? Carolina is favored. Carolina? Carolina Hurricanes are favored. Followed by the New Jersey Devils and Mm. the Toronto Maple Leafs, both at 10 to 1. Avalanche. And then Oilers are at eleven to one, so they're the top. I thought Pittsburgh might have went up after they got Carlson, uh, but, they, but they didn't. So, but um, Avalanche, and and they got them down in third, third to win the cup. Yeah, yeah. No, thought, so they got the Canes and Devils. I don't know about the Devils, but the Canes look pretty good. So we'll see if a bunch of jerks win the cup next year. Well, we'll see. So, Cindy, you got what's you got the uh, next question? Yes, uh, Jamie S from Facebook. Uh, he wants to ask you, Dad. There is a video on YouTube called "The Most Violent Man in Hockey," and it's about Larry Zydell. But there is also a lot of articles about Connie Madigan. Connie Mad Dog Madigan—that was his nickname—was <laughs> the most violent player in hockey. And you played with both of them. So who? Was and the... I room with both of them. <laughs> oh, so now you really know them yeah, well. Come to think of it, I just thought of something. Maybe they thought. But two dumb dumbs together. I don't know. <laughs> well, maybe they oh, thought you might. Oh, Larry, Larry Zidell wasn't a dumb dumb. He was. He was in the stocks. Yeah, he made a lot of money in the stock market. Yeah, after, yeah. He, he he was he was pretty smart. He was just violent. <laughs> well, I remember. I remember him and him and Shockey. They. Oh yeah, that big stick fight they had in Boston. But if you look into it, remember there, there's that famous picture of them all cut up. But they did it in, uh, I think it was St. Catharines. They had yeah. a stick fight, and they both got thrown out. And then they went at it on the stand in the stands, and they both got thrown in jail. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I remember Larry Zidell. The boy was he. Uh, I mean, he was a violent guy. And I, I remember I come up from junior, and we didn't. And I, I was I was sitting beside a guy. And it was two brothers. I forget their names. Anyhow, he said, he said, I'm going to get that guy. He was all cut, and he was cut on the side. The Larry, side of, Larry cut him with a stick? Yeah, he cut him with a stick, and holy, the blood was pouring out of him. And, and, I, you know, and I'm sitting there looking at him. I'm just a 19-year-old kid looking at this guy. And uh, he said, I'm going to get that guy. He says, I'm going to go out there, and I'm going to kill him. He says, hey, you better... You, you better go and get stitched up, he says, or you're going to bleed to death. You won't be able to get anybody. But uh, I that- remember uh, when we had Larry Zaydell on the grapevine, he told a funny story that you and uh, Ian Cushion were fighting in the penalty box. Oh, yeah. And he, he grabbed the door and grabbing the big, 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 heavy door and throwing it out on the ice. He took it off the hinges and threw yeah. it on the ice. Threw it on the ice. Right. And he said... So in the story, he goes, he goes, I guess he was a bit older than you. He says, I'm an older guy. He says, I'm come from the tough leagues. And he says, you're a young pup. 
and you went to Ian Cushman, do you want to go? And Cushman says, yeah, let's go. You want to go? And he started fighting them. And I looked and I said to the guy next to me, geez, these young players are polite. <laughs> he goes, my day, you just walk up and you just drift the guy. <laughs> well, that's what we did after. I stopped, stopped asking guys. But I remember, I remember he did. He grabbed the door and threw it out there. And, and, and so he, he couldn't sleep at night. He used to go for walks. And, uh, and he woke me up and he said, see, I told you. He, he got the morning paper. That's how early he was. And he said, I told you, you're leading, the P- you're leading me in penalties now. Every, every league he played in, he liked to lead them in penalties. So tell the story about Bo Alec. I think that's the, oh, that's, that was, that's that the was, tough one. That, that was, that, I, I, Bo Alec played for Cleveland, and he was supposed to go to New York the next year. He, he, he'd get the puck, and he nice the puck, and he said, go chase it, Larry, go chase it. So I, I went to one of the players, and I said, I, is he nuts doing that to Larry? Said, Does he not know that? He just kept dumping it in his corner. Yeah, he kept dumping it in his corner. Go, go chase it, Larry, go chase it, Larry. I, so I went to one of the players and said, is he nuts doing that to, to this guy? I said, this guy is, is, is nuts. So he did it again, dumped it in, go to, and he took his stick and just drove it in his face. I, 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 like I was stunned. I was absolutely, I was on the ice with him and I was stunned. And down he went and boy, I thought he was dead. I really did. I really thought. I, I thought this guy is dead. Players and and they all come on the ice and of Cleveland players and they all kind of circle around. And Larry went around the outside of them and not one guy, not one guy, challenged them uh, to fight or you know with the stick or anything like that because they knew. This guy was nuts, and he was, and he was. And what, he was, what was? I remember what you told me. He was saying to him, "Yeah, he says, you go chase, you go chase a bull, you go chase the puck, you, you go chase the puck." Yeah. And not a guy said a word to him on that Cleveland club. Not a guy. Okay, Dad. Well, then, what about Mad Dog Madigan? Now, uh, now there's a tough guy. And Tim, wasn't he in Sla- the movie Slapshot? Yeah, at the end when they had all the new guys coming out to to uh, fight the uh, Slapshot guys, they called him Mad Dog. Yeah, that was that was Connie Madigan. And they were, and he was. And listen, I played on defense on Spokane. Uh, there was Sandy Sohn face Huckle, Bill the Destroyer defense, and there was uh, Mad Dog Madigan and Babyface Cherry. <laughs> that was baby face. <laughs> baby face. So anyhow, we were in this beautiful hotel, and they had this bar called Jack Tar, and they had all different kind of beer. And we were sitting there having a beer, and a kid asked out for an autograph, and he signed Con. I said, "That's a good name for you, Con." Like, did you know him then, or you just? I I didn't know him then. I, yeah. I little did I know when I got there, he was in jail. Believe it or not. So he thought you were making fun of him. He thought I was making fun of him. He says, "Yeah, well, let's go outside." And I said, "Okay, let's go outside." And I remember it was pouring in rain, and we were in a, a used car lot next door, and and the police came. And thank goodness the police came. No, we didn't. We pushed each other, and we were just going to get into it. Good job I didn't go down. If I had fallen down, he he put the boots to me. I know it. I know he put the boots to me because he did it to that guy that uh, that he was in jail for. The but one. there was a time. There was one story, and I remember Mom telling the story about uh, what was the guy Jim something. Oh, Jim Holdaway. Yeah, I remember the, Mom telling the story. It's all. 
like as they say, it's like right out of a movie. Like Slapshot has nothing. And when on Mom it. tells a story, you know it's it's true. <laughs> it's like wow. Well, anyhow, here's the story. Connie was living alone, and he was on Christmas. So nobody likes to live alone at Christmas. They like to visit somebody. Anyhow, so he had a couple of bottles of whiskey or rum or something like that. Because you guys were all living in the same apartment complex, Yeah, like right? we were like, I could hear them come up. He knocked on the door and he offered the uh, bottle to Jim. And Jim said, oh, thanks, uh, Connie, and closed the door on him. So he comes over to my apartment. Comes over to my apartment and he, he's absolutely seething. And and Rose, and I remember Rose saying, oh, no, don't take it easy, Connie. They're just newlyweds and they want to be alone. Yeah, mom's trying to fuse the situation, right? Best she can. Yeah. He's, I'm going to kill him. I'm going to kill him. Uh, anyhow, we didn't practice that day because it was Christmas Day. And I remember Cindy, you don't, you don't remember any of this, eh? I know, I remember it. I remember um, the next, the following day, the whole apartment building, they all came over for the, the women, when their kids came over, the wives came over, and we were all having coffee in the morning. And mom had the radio on. And I can remember coming over and, and they said uh, an ambulance was at the the player, the hockey practice. That one of the players got hurt. When I, and so I remember the, the moms, and you know, we're all, oh, is it our daddy? Is it, you know, I wonder who was hurt. And I think mom knew who <laughs> might have been hurt. I was on the ice with him. And I, I told Holloway, I said, just stay away from him. Just stay away. I took, and he didn't stay away from him. And he hit him, and blood said, was out, knocked out all his teeth. Uh, and- blood was everywhere, and uh, and they put a towel. I, knew, I, I never, I never forgot this. They put a towel around his face, you know, to go off. They had a stretcher and everything, and, uh, I, and, and the blood came through the towel. I never kept it. There was so much blood. So after practice, we stopped at a bar, uh, Steve, Steve's smoke shop. And uh, Bill Ryan, I remember, was the was the was the bartender, and there was only two of us in there. And I, I turned to Connie, and I he said, "I guess the next time you invite me in." So I have to say, so who was the toughest? So can I ask you that? I mean, you, you, so the question was, who was the tough? He said the worst. No, he said most violent. So who's? No, he said the worst. The worst. Yeah. So, so who was worse? So can I can't. I can I, I, I can I can't tell you. Both they were both. I who was the most violent? I don't know who was the most violent. I would. You say. said though that somebody had to do something to Larry. Yeah, you had to do something to Larry. Well, Connie, you just do it for the fun of doing it. 